Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. Ian. Yay. Jay Hugh. That was fairly tame. He directed it away from the microphone, I did, yeah. which I appreciate. <laughs> that was good. Unlike Ian's laugh, which was never directed away from the microphone. <laughs> Don't um, my laugh. <laughs> here this week to discuss the Breaking Bad movie recently released on Netflix, El Camino, starring... Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman, and some other people. Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester being one of them. Um, those guys who play Badger and Skinny, 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 Skinny Pete. Pete. I almost said Stinky Pete. In my head, I was like, don't be Ian <laughs> and don't say it wrong. But then I still couldn't. I was like, don't, I was focused on that. Um, uh, Mike. Who, I don't know who plays Mike, though. Yeah, I don't know any of their I, names. Yeah. I've been None a fan of, of that actor for like 11 billion years, and I do not know his name. Jonathan Banks. Nice pull. Okay, good job. Wait, it's not even hard to remember. Why do I <laughs> Like, I've been following him since some uh, show called Wise Guy forever ago. Because he just blends into yeah. his role, that's why. Um, picking up immediately after the events of the Breaking Bad finale... And uh, Jesse escaping his captivity. Yep. And uh, basically, with some flashbacks mixed in, and gives us a, a little ending to Jesse's story. I thought the flashbacks were like integrated well. Definitely. And, yeah, I, 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 it felt to me like a very, like, like an epilogue episode to the show, like a really good episode, kind of like Downton Abbey. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just like a really good episode, good to be back with these people in this world. Yeah. I mean, one of the surprising things. So this this kind of got the the news of this movie got dropped just a couple weeks ago, not that long ago, yeah. that it was already like completed and getting released. You know, this past weekend, it, it's just kind of wild that one of the most popular television series yeah. of all time can refilm in the same location, kind of like in secret in this day and age, and have a surprise release. Well, wasn't there something that uh, Aaron Paul filmed all his shit in one day? Did I read that? Or I have not seen no that. idea. Yeah. That would be crazy. That would um, be, yeah, I don't know. The, I remember hearing, you know, they announced that they were making this movie like eight to ten months ago, mm-hmm. but when they made the formal announcement, apparently the movie was basically already done. Right, right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's why we didn't even know that the release date was so mm-hmm. soon. We see a trailer, and all of a sudden the movie's coming out three weeks later. But it's all, cool. all the same people coming back, written and directed by Vince Gilligan, yep. who created the series in the first place. Well, I, first of all, I just think it was a ballsy move to do this. It is, because, for sure. It's one of the most is, perfect endings. And it's one of the ones that, like, nobody disagrees. Yeah, that you don't it's question like, it. Like, all the, like, these dramas that we call like the golden age from the last 10 or 15 years like all those endings there's varying degrees of people saying mm-hmm. that sucked like even ones like say madman that was well received mostly there's still people out there like what the fuck was that i don't mm-hmm. know but everybody loved the ending to this so they like really it was ballsy to do more of this and having it work out was pretty awesome well also like that like yeah they didn't touch walter white's ending Right, which yeah. was a, that was the important thing. So they were able to like keep the ending of the show, yep. and expand upon yeah, it. Yeah, this is just Jesse's story. It's the wrap. Yeah, of yeah it's well, literally like a second season series finale, just focused on Jesse. Mm. It's it's almost like if you were someone who thought, okay, this show wasn't just a show about Walter White; it was a show about Walter White and Jesse. Then this was the ending to that show. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's like they were sending a blueprint out there for maybe other shows who had less successful endings like hey maybe this is how you could fix your shit (laughs) they didn't need to fix their shit yeah yeah and also like it didn't step on better call Saul at all like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because like that's another thing where they've been doing future you know scenes Mm -hmm. with bob odenkirk at the beginning of each season so it's like they found a good place for it to not disturb like the status quo that everyone liked well and i haven't kept on better call Saul, but i'm gonna get on board after this because this was you know, really good. Oh well, yeah, I guess I guess we should go over the initial impressions. It was exactly what I kind of thought it was, which is it was unnecessary. I don't feel like I needed it, but it was really fun to come back to these characters, mm-hmm. and everybody was really good in it. Mm-hmm. Particularly Jesse Plemons. I forgot how fucking great God. Todd is as a character. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's the exact same thing. It's just it's fun to come back to this world. Like my my life would have been exactly the same if this never had happened. But it's still like it does it service to the original content mm-hmm. it was a fun two hours yeah like i i really enjoyed it i like seeing like the the if they kept rotating in characters from the show like the guy who ran the scrapyard and you know right. his, and his yeah. two friends and, and then the cop you know what i mean it was and then they they started doing the jesse flashbacks yeah and like jesse you're right that, i think he stole the movie jesse Plemons or yeah. todd i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Todd, todd was totally the best part of just it. like you kind of already going into this knew that oh like 
of a show that was full of terrible people, he was sort of the worst one. But he was definitely the worst one. Because yeah. he's completely unaffected by the horrible No, I know. Like, the, the sociopath he portrays is like... It's it's well like he does a good job. I don't yeah. know how Jesse Plemons discovered this about himself mm-hmm. that he can play this character right. so well. But yeah, absolutely, the guy who is completely unfaced by the horrible acts he does is his shtick, right. and nobody can do it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I re- I really liked it. Uh, I thought it drug a little bit in the beginning. The flashbacks. I don't feel like super added to the story. The, the plot of the movie basically is, is Jesse evading the police and and trying to get out of town. And uh, that's the parts I really enjoyed. When the flashbacks were going on, I mean, my favorite part, yeah, was was Todd just saying crazy yeah. shit in the middle of, you know, crazy shit. I didn't shit. think they needed the one Brian Cranston. They held it back for so long, and I don't think it enlightened I didn't think Walter needed to be No, there. I don't even think that was a good scene well, to add. You know what the thing is, though? You I get think your, it was you got your bitch in, though. Yeah, every, yeah that's true. Uh, <laughs> every one of those other characters that show up in flashback, Jesse needed closure with. But there was no closure to be said with Walter because the closure to that was already in the last episode. When Walter throws in the gun and he decides not to shoot him, that's their ending. Yep. So there was no. It was just. It was more just. Hey, we'll have a few fun minutes of these guys interacting like they interact. Mm-hmm. You yep. know. I will say the epilogue at the beginning reminded me how much of an asshole Walter White right. was. Oh, I like know. it's not so much that I had forgot, but I had kind of like as time had gone by, like you're always kind of rooting for Walter, even yeah. though he's a total asshole. Mm-hmm. But like now that there's some space between me and Walter White, like I'm like, oh dude, how did I ever get on your side? You're a fucking dick. Yeah. Dude, the recap was great too, <laughs> yeah. because it was one of those things we're going into. It's like, man, I wish I would have done a rewatch. We totally don't need to do a rewatch. Yep. I don't even know if you need to do a watch. I think you could watch this movie with just that recap yeah yeah yeah, yeah well it, it's funny that that you guys were kind of down on on the uh, the walter white thing because to me they, they they did the comedian bit of flashbacks they started with the mike ermin trout one mm-hmm. uh which is you know start mm-hmm. with your your second best joke and then end with your right. your your best one with walter white because even though it wasn't it didn't add anything to the to the plot i feel like that small scene, you got all of the things from Walter White. Like, right. all, all of the different personas that he embodies totally. in, in one scene. Because he does the thing where he tries to be Jesse's father, yeah. and then he just yep. immediately fucking loses interest. Yeah. He does do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and you're yeah. right, we got the yeah bitch in that scene. Yeah, yeah. major mandatory bitch yeah, in They there. made you wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you, goodness. You know, everybody in it definitely looked like time had passed. Mm-hmm. Especially but, Jesse Todd, he got Jesse Plummer's gained some weight. Yeah, he did. Well, all, yeah. uh, but I mean, uh, Skinny Pete man looked like he had survived the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> like he looked rough. I'm not sure he looked great in the. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he always had a craggy face, yeah. but it's way craggy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we should just. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. But let's just jump. Anything after this is spoilers. If there is such thing as a spoilers in this movie, right. if yeah. we haven't, I did want to say. I think the best person in this movie is Aaron Paul. I feel like this is the oh, he's best, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, best yeah. acting we've gotten from Aaron Paul in a long well, I mean, time. Jesse, Jesse is the best yeah. character he's ever done. I also think that the greasy guy who like he you know, who becomes the new antagonist of the yeah. movie. And, and he does pretty good, yeah. you know, as a way yeah. to like not he wasn't organic, you know what and I mean? That, but they put him in a yeah. way that worked and he was creepy. And that's definitely the thing that besides, you know, just showing where he ends up, this movie gets gives Jesse like one win. Before, right, before yeah, he yeah. he like rides off into the sunset, well, it's a cool win too. It, it yeah. definitely shows that he's learned something from his experience. Yeah. Like yes. he's not quite as clever as Walt, but it was a very Walt move. Yep. Mm-hmm. Better than Transformers. Definitely De- better. Oh, better. way better than Transformers. Hundred yeah. percent better. Do we have any spoiler things we want to talk about? Well, I mean, the, first of all, the biggest spoiler is I had not heard that Christian Ritter was going to be in it at all, and that was that was a, a great, pretty great fucking scene in it, like a great scene for Jesse, you know. Yep. And I, again, it was a closure he never got in the show, mm-hmm. but in the flashback as a character, we kind of got. I uh, I watched him on. I don't know, James Corden, one of the late night guys, and they asked him to do a recap of Breaking Bad, and it wasn't like a legitimate one. Yeah, it was Kimmel. Because I refuse to watch Corey. Yeah. Well, he said, even on YouTube. He said something. He's like, and then I started banging Jessica Jones, and it took me a second to like make the connection. <laughs> but and then watching the movie, and, and then her coming back was a really great moment. Yeah. The the use of Robert Forrester was great. R.I.P. Uh, you yeah. know, a uh, great actor from yep. a lot of things. But I had honestly forgot until he showed up what part he played. And uh, uh, you know, one thing I think is funny is you know this is definitely a different universe than John Wick. 
mm-hmm. you know, John Wick is very <laughs> mythology and over the top yeah. and stuff like that. And this is, you know, makes even the, you know, million dollar criminals seem very working class. But it does share one thing in that for some reason, people who can charge 125 grand to do one act also have a day job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this cover up. Yeah, I also uh, that that guy's had like a busy couple months. Yeah, I don't I don't know what his usual pull is in right. in fucking uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Right. But uh, <laughs> the commitment to not knowing what he was talking. Oh yeah, about I, I mean he's, he's fucking great. He's just so he's so good at, at just like I'm playing it straight. It's not even the right word, but just being uh, inscrutable. Like you mm-hmm. cannot read anything on his face at all. I even no I idea. doubted it. Going, yeah. on. <laughs> maybe it is. Right. I remember this wrong. I have no idea if this is definitively his bat last scene, but it would be a good last scene because it, it was exactly what he does well. Yep. Ian, you got anything? No, I mean, as far as spoilers, it wasn't... I mean, he, he ends up, you know, getting away at the end. Right. He gets the Dexter ending. Which, he, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. way better than Dexter. I'm just saying going and running off to Alaska. Yeah, running off to Alaska. Maybe they'll run into each other. <laughs> Crossover movie. Yeah, I liked, like I said, I liked... Um, him run into Skinny Pete and, and Badger, yeah. like their interaction, because it it brought some lightness to the movie. Oh, definitely. Because he was like having PTSD attacks, and like then they're like playing like Mario Kart or whatever. Yeah, and, like, yeah. You know what I mean? It, I definitely think that movie also, like Breaking Bad, had an aesthetic, but, like the way it was mm-hmm. shot, and like you know just like the the dreary kind of like rundown sand right. coated aspect of it. And mm-hmm. I I like that. I thought I got that from the movie too. For like, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the same cinematographer, but it like felt like we were watching a Breaking Bad episode, which I thought was cool. Yep, just a very higher definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, this one was, I mean, this felt like an action movie. There yeah. was a lot more action in mm-hmm. it than a Breaking Bad episode. And I love the scene where, like, the, the cops come into, like, he's in, he's banging through Todd's apartment trying to find right. it. And then, like, the like the cops come in, and then, like, that whole interaction, yep. and then, like, you know, finding out that they weren't really I cops. I was just like, obviously, they're not fucking right. cops. <laughs> Immediately, I knew they weren't yeah. cops. I was like, come on, Jesse. But yeah, I thought that scene was really cool, and yeah, Todd being creepy. God, Todd, yeah. like all the, the every scene from Todd, like the the interaction while he's in the cage, like yeah. letting him out, and then the, the whole thing with the the, the, the dead like, cleaning lady. Tell her about, he didn't even <laughs> tell him about the dead cleaning lady when he brought. God, I love everything about it, and the, like his reaction to him reacting to the dead cleaning lady was like. Like he'd cut someone off in traffic, and you were saying, "Hey, you just cut that guy off yeah. in traffic, man." Don't I know? I already feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it was not like I just killed my cleaning lady who allegedly. I, I know. Left. I love it. She was a great cleaning lady. You know, like, I don't even know what she was looking for in there. She didn't speak a word of English. Like, <laughs> like Jesus, Grant. Yeah, he's it's so so good in that role. Yeah. I'm trying to I, I genuinely think that that uh, the Todd role, particularly this movie, is like an analog for Vince Gilligan, mm, Be- because really? because apparently everyone says that Vince Gilligan is like the the like the goofiest like aw shucks golly gee kind of guy on the planet, and you know all of this shit in comes Breaking Bad comes yeah. out of his brain, right. and so right. I can't help but feel that this is like his his stand in in his own universe. That would make a lot of sense. I'm trying to think if there's any other flashbacks we haven't touched on the Walter White one. Kristen Ritter, and then just the Todd ones. The only other cameos are they have the guy who like there's an episode where they're having to, to crush the RV, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And yep. they go to this like shifty junk uh, junk driver guy, and he comes to kind of look at the El Camino for a second. Like I said, it was cool to just like see old people and, and kind of get back in that world. I feel like the first probably twenty minutes or so, it's weird. It's like the first twenty minutes and like the last ten minutes like hit a lot of like mandatory like Breaking Bad things, yeah, yeah. and then it's like really heavy Jesse plot. Like this is just the plot of the movie, and then at the very end you get the Walt, you get the Kristen Ritter. Yeah. Yep. Um, you kind of like chunk it out there. It's, but. I mean, it, it's pretty suspect. Like from the moment he, I think from the moment he breaks into Todd's apartment onward is pretty suspenseful. Yeah, yeah. yeah almost, yeah. almost, can, you know, the whole time. I, I will say, uh. They broke the the uh, the checkoff rule. They introduced a poisonous tarantula in the in the uh, first act and did nothing with it. Oh, nope. I, I think that's a callback. I think that's the tarantula from like the episode where Todd shot that kid. Oh. Also, I think that's a specific nod to uh, that Black Mirror episode with Jesse Plemons because there's wow. that little Star Trek dude in the oh, in the cage with yeah, it. I didn't right. catch the tarantula. That's definitely what that is. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, because I was like, because as soon as they we saw that, it's like, okay, well, that's how Jesse's going to get out of this. He's going to get out of it in some way using the tarantula. But yeah, okay, I think it's supposed to be sense. a reminder of what a fucking monster that Todd is. <laughs> right. That makes and like, that he was in the best Black Mirror. That was episode. my favorite episode. <laughs> that's the, a good tra- one. The train robbery episode. Yeah. I absolutely love that episode of Breaking Bad. See, I th- I don't know. I think still my favorite episode is the crack that was explosives. Oh yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. one's good too. That one, that one was really the one. If, like when I when I would try to sell people on this, like you're just gonna watch one episode, watch this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So we're gonna talk about other movies. So I mean, on the spirit of this, what other movies are gonna? What other shows should have? Yeah, movies? what other shows? Well, because I think this, like you talk about, this has a lot in common with the Downton Abbey movie mm-hmm. in that it does nothing to detract from the ending of that show. Uh, this does a really good job of just telling another story in that universe. With, while, a, with a fair amount of fan service. With, but, yeah, yeah, and that's what Downton Abbey was, but, all fan but service. But delivering a real story with it. Yeah. That, and Downton Abbey's the same way. Downton Abbey, the, the movie's nothing but fan service. It's a fun plot, but it doesn't take away from no, like, what you saw at the end of the show. Way. Yeah. So what are other shows that could benefit from this type of thing? And do we even think they're possible? Mine would be Lost. I think Lost absolutely deserves it because... I think people are idiots and they don't get the show. Right. And it needs a movie to explain to people they weren't dead the whole time. That's just your bullshit not understanding what actually happened. Well, I mean, I think with Lost, because, I mean, Lost is exactly what I was talking about when I was saying it could be a blueprint for something like this. Because Lost, at the end of the day, turned out to be really, even though it was multi-characters and it was this, it was Jack's story. The Mm -hmm. first scene was Jack. The last scene was Jack. All the major turns involved Jack. But... I think a lot of people didn't see it at that. A well, lot of people in the middle they they went a little they went a little locked for a little bit. They weren't sure. I well, think. But I think, I think you're right. It ended that way. But I don't think the whole I mean, way through they were determined. Well, that I think that, that, that show was supposed to be about Jack versus Locke, yeah, 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 yeah. faith versus science. You know. But you know, I think a lot of people sort of halfway through turned it into. Well, you know, in uh, in season three, episode nine, somebody said that on the island. Farts don't smell farty. But in the last episode, they never explained yeah, why yeah. farts don't smell <laughs> farty. You know, and that's why, and yep. the whole show sucks yep. now. No polar bears. I'm telling you, polar yeah. bears. <laughs> See, the funny thing about polar bears is it actually pissed me off in the little epilogue thing when they went back and yeah. to, and, and, and explained the polar bears because they had already given you enough shit to explain the polar bears yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. But... um I think you could do that with Lost. You could bring back and say, like, if you wanted to tell the story of, I don't know, what happened to Sawyer after yep. the island. Mm-hmm. And you could do you could do multiple ones like that and give multiple characters that were other people's favorite characters their endings and maybe tell some more about the island in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely think there's story there agreed with people after Kate, Sawyer. Right. Post the island, and maybe this obsession, and you know, right. kind of figuring out more about the Dharma Initiative, and, and answering those questions that people wanted answered from the end of the show that that maybe they didn't, and it's not in any way going to interfere with what the showrunners intended the show right, to be. Exactly. I mean, I all, I, pretty much all of the <laughs> pretty much all of those guys need work. So right. yeah, that's true. <laughs> Evangeline Lily's got the next Ant Man movie. That's so, true, except for yeah. Evangeline Lily. Poor Josh Holloway. Yeah. He's really great as Sawyer. He never really took off. Terry O'Quinn on like the 14th season of Hawaii Five-0, or am I that wrong? That sounds thing? right. I don't I know. Was Daniel Day Kim was Yeah, on. I thought Daniel I Day Kim was on. I think they are both are. Oh, they both just yeah. didn't want to leave Hawaii, so they just <laughs> jumped onto a... Uh, that's probably what happened. You're right. That, that, that uh, <laughs> little bit of TV trivia. Uh, when the original Hawaii Five O was uh, was uh, canceled, one of the reasons Magnum PI was even like created was because they wanted to keep production in uh, in Hawaii. Really? So like, I think it was CBS. CBS was like, "Well, we want to keep a show in there, so create us a show for Hawaii." Interesting. Lost was my suggestion. I don't I, know. I, 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 the one I'm thinking of, you know, thinking of my HBO shows I really like is they're doing a prequel movie to Sopranos, and that'll be cool to see, like, you know, Tony's dad and all that, but I would have loved to see it's a Sopranos movie mm. and just to revisit that world because, like, they never killed everyone. They just, you know, Tony just lived with his family, but James Gandolfini, R.I.P. That, I mean, they, I think right. they would have made that movie. Well, Do you I think... think- Go ahead. I think one of the problems with that, though, is that's really one of the ones, though, that if you make another movie for that... 
it does fuck with the ending. Agreed. Right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Because the ending has such an ambiguity to it. And, you know. Well, you couldn't kill Tony. Like, you know, you'd have to kind of leave it a little, like, open. It'd have to be a reason to do it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It would have to be, like, a reason to get all them back together. But, yeah, I guess the continuation, you know. At this point, are there even any actors left? Or would it would just be a movie about Silvio? <laughs> you know, like, I don't think Paulie Walnuts has died. Maybe not. Yeah. Um. And then I was thinking The Wire. Like, if you could find a way to like, yeah. I mean, there's the... get another murder case. Mm. Like, even if it was like a smaller scale, with just like yeah. you know, you know, bunk and like you know, you know, I don't remember where they left. Those I haven't watched that show in a while. Again, most of those folks need work. Right? <laughs> HBO it did do a Deadwood movie, so that was yeah. So I mean, it's not completely unheard of yeah that, that is that is funny we're, we're kind of talking about this like it's the first time it's happened but deadwood needed it more because deadwood didn't get the ending it got morning. canceled yeah, yeah 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 but no i i would like you know the wire i would like to go back and see a lot of those super cool characters got killed though so but i i like the cops and just like just the police interaction and just like them bullshitting in the office was yeah, always yeah, yeah. good times i mean just just a big nolte uh yeah bunk episode like right. something <laughs> yeah. would be great i'd love that yeah, it wouldn't be right without it without uh, Michael K. A, Williams. You know, you even though do I don't know, he'd bring him back. An with adult almost a Michael. Michael grew up and oh like, yeah, and like turns into new Omar and like you know what I mean. Then you have to turn him in because Michael was just like robbing people at the right. Yeah, mm, right. Michael was a cool character. Yeah, totally. <laughs> trying to think of another one. You know, I think the one that probably the most people. That's not true. I, uh, the one, six seasons in a movie. Six seasons in a movie. I think uh, Community is is ripe for it. Uh, I feel like Dan Harmon needs to take a break from Rick and Morty to just do something else. Right, yeah. So he can focus on Rick and Morty better. Um, I mean, I don't think they could ever get Chevy Chase and... Um... But you see, you, you'd have to get Chevy. It wouldn't be the same without Chevy Chase. Well, I, I mean, I, understand I think that... you could get Chevy Chase. I'm saying you could Charles get Gambia. Donald Glover yeah. right. be was, back on yeah. I was about to say, every, everybody else, their careers have not, have not right. launched... Uh, they got Donald Glover like then, then just Joel the McHale right Joel McHale have a show now like The Soup or something and he, what I d- he used Joel McHale yeah. used to be <laughs> on the, no, the yeah. suit the, his Netflix version of The Soup got cancelled oh okay, okay. that yeah. guy yeah. hates the fucking Kardashians by the way <laughs> yeah because that's what got it, the, that's what got the E version cancelled the Kardashians complained about him making fun of their show and they the E was like well that's where the money is later bro jeez yeah it's funny because I Jeff Winger, who is Joel's McHale, Joel McHale's yeah. character in Community, is Joel McHale, but like kind of self-aware, right? And somehow like endearing for for his his like douchebag personality, right. but like kind of knowing yeah. about it. But real life Joel McHale has never been endearing, and I'm not sure ever will be. <laughs> I disagree. I love that guy. Maybe, you really? Yeah. You I get the Russos great. to do it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They like, want to do something different too. Why would they not? <laughs> I, like, I think. I think this is. There is no reason that this can't happen except for Donald Glover has much better shit to be doing. I'm not entirely sure about that either. Donald Glover has not been on a hot streak recently. He's put out shit. Yeah. But it hasn't necessarily been That's good true. shit. That's true. Now, I mean, I'm not saying does well, right? Well, musically he's doing well, but like Atlanta, yeah, I guess. But like Lion King, he, I mean, that Atlanta wasn't well was received. Good. I mean, it Guava made a bazillion Island. dollars. Yeah. yeah. It made a ton of money. Guava Island or whatever. Yeah. Not good. His last album was eh, okay. I mean, like he still he doesn't need to come back to Community. Right. Yeah, but that doesn't mean Community would be worse than whatever else Donald Glover would choose to do. Over I don't it. know. I, I just feel like he's on a uh, several diff- caliber tier difference between him and the rest of the cast of Community at this right. point. My only other suggestion is I, I know we're kind of getting this potentially with uh, with the Teen Titans Go movie sequel, but Teen Titans the original series got canceled very yeah. prematurely and that's one of the reasons people hate Teen Titans Go is because they they made that show instead of continuing right. Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. It was the pre-Young Justice but still like fun. <laughs> I love Young Justice. I have no complaints about I would love a Young Justice movie. <laughs> but uh Teen Titans had a story and had arcs right. and just never got to complete it. I think that I mean yeah. all those guys are still playing those characters just goofier versions of them. Man, I and if they could bring it back now they could finally call him Deathstroke. Yeah, because like, yeah. it's been used in so many other medias. It's like well known. What did they call him? Slade. They called Slade. him Slade. <laughs> yeah, the network wouldn't let him on a kids show. We called yeah. Deathstroke. Yeah. Um, I would like to see, and I realize they've kind of already done this, but uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah. Uh, there is kind of an ending in mm. that in that last season of Samurai Jack, but I think there's a lot of story they didn't tell. 
Um, there's a huge time jump between seasons four and five, and I, I, I really feel like, I, I, as a whole, I think we should see more of that character and more of that universe. So yeah. I'd be interested to see a Samurai Jack movie. God damn, that show was cool when yeah, it started. Yeah, God, it's good. Um, I guess no one else is going for the low-hanging fruit, for I will, so I will Game of Thrones. Like, you know... Like, see, I, I think the yeah. big problem people have with that... I need three years. Is I mean, I'm not saying, like, right <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but their various characters didn't get the ending that they wanted. Yeah. There yeah. just wasn't enough time for that. So do some movies that, you know, focus on the various characters. And maybe you could bring use that to bring in some stuff from the books that didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you do a Sansa movie, maybe there's where you do... Uh, Lady Stoneheart, when you... Uh, is that what she's called, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you do the Jon Snow movie, maybe that's where you do the fake Targaryen, you know? Yeah, um, it's possible. I was thinking, you know what will work is maybe a Robert's Rebellion movie, because I don't know if there's enough story-wise to do a whole show, because you kind of know where it's going, but yeah. to see, like, you know... Oh, I definitely want to see Robert's Rebellion on Yeah, I'm seeing, like, Rhaegar fight against yeah. Robert, and, like, see uh, Ned's brothers get burned by the Mad King. Like, yeah. there's a lot you could get into a movie there that might not work for, like, an extended show. Right. I think... Uh, the only thing I would want out of game of a Game of Thrones sequel movie would be to see that Grey Worm Jon Snow encounter, which I, yeah, yeah, right, it's yeah. <laughs> the biggest question mark I have. Right. Those. Yeah, oh. uh, I'm just surprised because I think I'm the only one in the table that wasn't, uh, you know, disappointed with Game of Thrones ending. So I'm surprised I'm the one who came with it. I feel like they it was pretty I, definitive. I guess that's. Like I just don't want to revisit it. Yeah, yeah me neither. I, I, I think mean, that is a, I need a bad taste in my mouth. Kind of like Lost, honestly. Yeah. The ending ruined the whole thing. But I just think that though, if the ending ruined the whole thing, then a new ending could maybe make yeah. it right. Better. Well, because that's, like, that's the thing. There, there are plenty. I mean, obviously, it's it's a developed enough world with enough characters, enough histories that you can continue that. Like the, the, yeah. all of the threads don't end nicely at the right. end. There's still plenty of drama that will happen, so I mean, it, it it's probably one of the more natural ones right. to develop. But I didn't watch the revival, but I would have said Twin Peaks. I, I I can tell you, even though I fucking love the ending to the revival, it totally leaves the door of oh yeah, we need more of this. Yeah, okay. And without getting spoiler in it, but the 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 first show ends on maybe one of the most fucked up cliffhangers yeah, ever. Yeah, huge cliffhanger. And then they do a movie that just raises more questions. And the 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 return, which the best description I heard of the format of it was, it's like a supernatural variety show. <laughs> but it it has just a crazy, like, dark and weird ending. And so it definitely leaves it to where, yeah, we could do more of this. Yeah. I was thinking Friends. If they did a Friends movie, which I think will happen... Uh, yeah, it would it, be on Netflix, and it would make the money. It would make however they do it. I know yeah. they just, if they came to theaters, it would like so what would, many... What would it be? That's my question. I don't know. Just maybe they all go on vacation to like, see, like... I mean, Joey was in California. You, but, you could find... It wouldn't be a great... Like, I'm not saying it would be a good movie, they all, but it would make a lot of money. They all moved back into the original apartment. <laughs> yeah. well, isn't NBC taking back Friends for their streaming? Yeah, yeah I guarantee NBC something's Universal. coming. Like I, a, <laughs> I think I a reboot. I can't tell is you anything. I would have less interest in watching. But yes, it would. <laughs> I be like huge. Friends. Am I the only one? No, I like Friends yeah. too. But I have no interest in revisiting those characters mm-hmm. in that way. If I want to revisit those characters, I'll just put on season three or season four of Friends, which I, I think it is could be fun. To be fair, of, of all the things that we've talked about, that seems like the most likely thing to actually happen. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I, I just don't know. Like some of those people are just so anti going back. Rachel is the one I think that's holding it up. Yeah, I think, I think the rest Anderson. of them would do it in a second. You think Ross would do it? David Schwimmer. Yes. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that guy so much. Why do you say fuck I can't, David I can't say fuck David Schwimmer because even though I hate Ross, he's on the second best episode of 30 Rock ever. So. Because, because <laughs> David Schwimmer was so ardent during the filming of Friends that he didn't want Ross to be like the thing that he was known as when he died. And it's just like, man, fuck you. You got to be <laughs> on one of the That's what I most, mean. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like the most iconic show of, of a generation you made a bazillion fucking dollars. Just fuck you and your artistic... Yeah. No, no one knows about you as in Break or uh, Band of Brothers. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking great in Band of Brothers, though. He was, he was in some show with uh, Jim Sturgis, I think. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, Jim Sturgis. Uh, I could see like a How You Doing being funny. I could go back to that. I would tell you a, a sitcom <laughs> I, I've, like I've that. I've got a spinoff for you. <laughs> <laughs> a sitcom like that that I do think would needs a movie how i met your mother 
Yeah. Because the Fix ending, an ending is fucking controversial. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate the ending. Uh, I don't hate it, but I God, I would have loved to spend more time with the actual person Mother. we've been talking about for nine right. years. I always liked Robin and Barney more. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why they did that switchback. I mean, we could fan. go into I it. I like that. I really like both of those shows. Yeah. What about The Office? Like, a Christmas? I don't know. I, I don't remember how... How they left you? Yeah, see, watched. I've never watched. Yeah, you just you just watched. I it. just rewatched it. Yeah. yeah, I've watched all of the Office like three times, and every time I do it, I love the ending so much. So it's really like, hard Michael for me. could be weird enough to like invite all his former Office mates to like a party. But the way Michael ends in the show, yeah, like in the, the last episode, is perfect. Yeah. And he's no longer Michael Scott from episode one, season one. Like he's just this new person who's just very proud and happy and loves these people very much. I do think there is more story you possibly could tell, and again, you would be it would be more in the vein of like the Downton Abbey movie. Like you'd have to come up with something ridiculous. They're destroying the office building, and they're having one last Christmas party in it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Everyone See, comes back. But. I think it would. I, I think it would be good to do it like the Breaking Bad thing. Pick one character for the movie to be about, and have the other ones be shown in flashbacks. Maybe. And the the par- character I would pick is Dwight. Yeah, That's Dwight's absolutely, absolutely yeah. the character. Because they were talking about doing a Dwight spinoff after Office was ending, I remember. Because they like went to the Shroot Farm, and it was going to be about... like Shroot Farm? Yeah, it was going to yeah. be about that, but then it never like got picked up. The rumor the great, is it's rebooting. The great, thing about, uh, the great thing about Dwight flashbacks is they would be... They wouldn't be about his closure with the characters. It would be like the times he remembered where he defeated them. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... <laughs> It would either it either be Dwight or Jim. Those are the only two characters I think that you you did enough development to pull it off. To pull it off, yeah, definitely. And Jim is just not as interesting after him and Pam get together, right? And yeah. that's why the focus turns to Dwight. Yeah, yeah. Andy is horrible. Andy and Andy is the reason I lose interest yeah, in the show. Yeah, when he started becoming the boss, that's when I lost interest in the show. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking two seasons of that. It's mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, I, I I I do not dig that at all, even slightly. Ed Helms as a as an entity weighs on me. I, I think <laughs> I never really cared for him much after the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. He's, I even forget he was on the Daily Show for a long time, but I don't really have any more. I don't. Think. Yeah. I, I mean, the other one, uh, a couple more for me, and these are just. I don't even know if they 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 don't need anything. But I'd like to revisit Thirty Rock. I yeah. fucking love that show, and I think in a in a world where nostalgia reboots keep happening, a a maybe a movie about TGS getting rebooted mm-hmm. could be a show. And you know, also you know, uh, so many things that Thirty Rock was making jokes about before anybody was talking about, like Bill Cosby being a rapist, like Harvey Firestein being a rapist. Uh, you know, have come into now. I'd like to see what they'd have to say about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the the other one for me would probably be uh, Justice League, Bruce Tim Universe. Oh yeah, yeah I'd yeah. like to see more in that. That's actually a good point. That one also ended in kind of a weird spot, right. if I remember correctly. And they did that movie that was sitting the sitting that thing, the Fatal Five thing, but. You know, like I said, there were continuity things that made me think it's not really in that thing. I think do that like they're doing these fucking CW shows. Do a do a Crisis of the Infinite Earths, but of DC animated properties. Oh, that would be cool. That would yeah. be fun. What about what about Dexter? I know you're. Did they, Man, could they fix if you, Dexter? If you could do Dexter and somehow erase seasons five, yeah. six, and seven, <laughs> yeah. do Dexter? Do that movie? Do totally Dexter from the last episode was uh, Trinity was Trinity, yeah. and then and then something from there. I would totally get on with it. The only way I think they could do if they went from the end of the series is if Dexter's new inner voice is now Deb. Mm. Like it's no longer his dad that talks to him; it's Deb. Okay, I actually would dig that. I think yeah, that would yeah. be a good change for the character right uh, i mean they're probably totally... something that they should have done earlier right i think that's the next step like they're ignoring terminator movies like the halloween movie ignored halloween movies the next is like oh we want this to be our new stopping point of our tv show and then we're gonna do something i mean <laughs> I... like i feel like you could get away with that now almost if you put okay. it out in the press like people would know yeah for sure i mean you, know you could I mean? totally fix like, Dexter ignore... with that that's what i mean fix... Could you fix Sons of Anarchy with that? Or was Sons of Anarchy always shitty? And just when it got really shitty, you realized it was I never shitty. gave it the time of day. No, Sons of Anarchy was... was uh, no, it wasn't shitty. I'm not going <laughs> to remember it that way. I like Sons of Anarchy. Clay and Jax's interaction. Once Clay goes, that's here's, when it gets bad. Here's where I think went wrong with that show. Here's what I've always think. It became a phenomenon the year before it should have ended. So oh, then they went like two more... because. 
I, it became a big deal around season four. Yep. They should have ended it in season five. Instead, they went to like season seven. Yep. Because I remember I got onto it when Opie died. My brother's like, you yeah. got to watch this show. And then like, I was like, oh my God. But then it did kind of get bad. Yeah. There's a lot of like generic prostitution stuff. And like, it was not good. And I, 100%, they killed off Clay too early. They killed off his wife too early. That should have been a banging last season. Anything else? No, I got nothing else. No, I got nothing. So if you, the listener, have any other TV shows that you loved and you thought either ended a little too early or you just feel like deserve uh, a revisit, then uh, you should reach us at realphoniesgmail.com and let us know. I hope we get some wild suggestions like the Andy Griffith show or some <laughs> shit like that. Do we have any senior citizen listeners? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, taxi, some shit like that, you know. <laughs> taxi would be fun. Taxi was ended abruptly. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that's it for El Camino and uh, TV movie pitches. What have we been watching, guys? <laughs> Ian, you want to go first? Um, hold on, let me think. You go first. I'm still thinking oh, about what I watched. Um, I watched Rick and Morty seasons two and three, uh, both better than Transformers. Um, enjoyed them both. I think I enjoy season three more than I do season two, but season two Interesting. Does, has the best. So it's weird because I think each season has an episode I really love. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. My top three episodes is one in each season. Season one, it's the Cronenberg episode. Mm-hmm. Season two, it's uh, the Show Me What You Got. Season three is the um, Evil Morty taking over the Citadel yeah. episode. Uh, and all for different reasons. Right. Like um, the the Cronenberg episode just shows like the gross, disturbing nature of that uh, oh, Rick and Morty can go to. That's not the reason you love that episode. You love that episode because they pull off the joke that they even acknowledge that they can only do like once <laughs> yeah. or twice in the whole series, and then they come back to it later. <laughs> it's amazing. It is great. The the I just think there are attributes that each one highlights. Yeah. Um, the show me what you got is kind of like the goofy, fun, ridiculous, and then the the Citadel one. I love the like the multi personality aspect. Right. Like the the dirty cop Morty yeah. um, is just it's hilarious. It plays great. Um, I I just think season three as a whole is maybe not as funny as seasons one and two, mm. but it has more clever jokes. Yeah. Like the, um, gosh, what's the one with the superhero team? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, that's a clever bit. Yeah. Uh, it's not always, that episode's not always, like, funny, but that's a smart-ass joke. But, that, and, and, I mean, it really, it's like a whole episode building to one punchline, and that punchline yeah. is, is amazing. Awesome. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been it's it's been pretty enjoyable. I'm looking forward to season four. I also really you know that show started off as like a fucked up version of 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 Doc and Marty, but it's really fucked up Doctor Who is what it is, and um, it's just realistic of what Doc if Doctor <laughs> Who were to exist, it would be like this. Definitely, I mean, and really the theme should point you to that because yeah, the yeah. theme is very Doctor Who. Hundred percent. When season four? November or something. Yeah, it's early November. Um, Hulu will tell you before every single episode <laughs> for sure. Um, I rewatched The Force Awakens, which I had not watched in a while, and the the space did me some good. I had a really good time with it. Uh, better than Transformers. I don't think I did anything else. You kind of started this last week talking about records. This is not sort of something we talked about before. I'm a big fan of Broadway. Uh, the new Moulin Rouge album came out about a month ago, and it's got some bops on it. It's very different. If you've ever seen the movie version of Moulin Rouge, <laughs> right. don't expect to see the, hear the same songs. <laughs> Everything is like updated, hmm. um, but they're 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 fun. Um, like for example, you know they did that like Bossa Nova Roxanne or whatever in in the in the film. In this one, it's um, Bad Romance, hmm. and it. Actually, I think works better than Roxanne does in that moment. Uh, it's it's good. I would I would really recommend if you're if you're into musicals and if you like Moulin Rouge, but you want to hear something kind of like new and updated version of it. That one's got some pretty cool jams on it. I didn't even know they did that. Is that a thing that they do regularly? Is this like a first time that they've oh, like no, 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 made no. a quantum leap of? It's the first time they've done a Broadway production of Moulin Rouge. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it's so surprising. It's to like me. a brand new stage production of Moulin Rouge. That's so surprising yeah, to me. Yeah, because the film lends itself very much to... I've never seen Moulin Rouge. Is it worth watching? I think if you had to be 16 in 2004 to really get into it. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. I remember Lady Marmalade, wasn't that? Yes. <laughs> Moulin Rouge plagues me because a friend who I will not mention on the show just... Love to break into song from this fucking movie, <laughs> and that I, will ruin it for you. And it fucking 
prove that I do not have the ability to make people's heads explode with my mind. <laughs> my, so fucking hard. My controversial opinion is that uh, Greatest Showman movie is just a poor man's fucking ripoff of Moulin Rouge. I man, that's not controversial to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I would go with shitty version. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. That's it. Fair enough. Uh, I have started my annual BoJack rewatch. <laughs> which I which I enjoy. Uh, I will say I was just telling the guys before before it came that Critical Role has taken up so much of the gap space in my life that I would usually watch this kind of thing right. or some other like something that I don't have to give one hundred percent of my attention. So now it's actually taking a lot of like I have to like cut out time to watch Bojack right. Horseman, which means I may not finish by the time the new right. season comes out, but I'm going to try my damnedest. <laughs> um, almost finished with Assassination Classroom Season 2. This is, the, you know, the, it, the Season 2 is the final season. I wasn't sure. We'll see what happens. Will they kill the octopus monster or will he destroy the planet? Realistically, they'll probably kill him or something else, but right. I'm interested to find out. How many more episodes? Uh, like four, three or four. Uh, My Hero Academia, I haven't seen it yet, but the the season just came out yesterday or the day before, and I'm not sure what to do about it because I I really want to get back and I like that's that's the show that's still running that I'm most excited to see new episodes of, but I just don't know if I want to like if I'm going to feel more satisfied waiting and watching them in a row mm-hmm. or doing it week to week. So I haven't decided yet. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is, is a there's a YouTube channel that I've discovered. Called and I'm gonna. Uh, this could not be how it's pronounced. I have no idea. It's a uh, omeletto. I don't know. It's it's like omelet with an O, but it's all uh, it's all short films, um, and it's all like I don't know if they're all like award winning short films, but they're all you know between four to twenty minute little uh, you know short films that are there. I just uh, you know it, it's a medium that I enjoy that I feel like it's really hard to get access to. So they're all just collected on that. Had channel. you forgotten for a few weeks you had to pick a thing to show you're smarter than us and then you remembered with <laughs> he that. Brought it back. He brought it back. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I did want to say uh you're the only person I know who watches this as well. I started Big Mouth season three. Oh yeah. I forgot that started too. And it lost me an episode. Son four. of a bitch. Uh I had no interest in continuing to go I, if you've listened to this podcast, Big Mouth Season 2, I was already on a downward slope. That stupid Valentine's Valentine's episode, which you have to watch because those are like major plot points happen in that that affect Season 3. And uh, yeah, three or four episodes in. It's so disappointing because the show, like the first season of the show is really strong. Mm. Yep. The, The writing is really clever. It's addressing an area that's funny that I don't feel like has been investigated. You know, like I don't feel like we've fleshed these jokes out before. Um, and you don't think we've made enough dick jokes? I don't think so. Okay. Um, and, There's always room for one. <laughs> yeah, of joke. course. And and just just the sheer amount of voice and creative talents behind it should mean that it's excellent. But it's really just one good season. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's really disappointing to hear. I may go back and try to finish it, but right now I have no interest in doing. Hmm. It. So I watch. A movie. I watched Gemini Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just hoping you were going to say I watched a movie. And, and then moved on. <laughs> <laughs> um, worse than Transformers. Shocker. Yeah, it's you know it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. The CGI is a little wonky. They needed to like get that Disney de aging. Uh-huh. I thought. Um, I well, th- Angley's already bankrupted one animation studio. <laughs> Probably can't do it again. Isn't it because he made a movie that no projector in America can fucking? Yeah, only show? fourteen theaters across the country are able to play it the way he's requested. What did they need for it? 120 frames per second. Yeah, like, God, I thought we realized that wasn't going to catch on like fucking five years ago. Uh, I yeah. thought that was, what, what was the first Hobbit movie. Wasn't that the one? Yeah, that was yeah. the thing? Yeah, so he... Um, 120 frames per second? Yeah. Just for context for people who don't... The closest one is Tallahassee. Interesting. Yeah, so, so movies are traditionally 24 frames yep. per second, correct? And then there was a big controversy when Peter Jackson uh, filmed and, and released... A uh, Hobbit version that was 48 frames a second, which was jarring to watch. Uh, <laughs> so I can only imagine what everything looked like CGI. I can only imagine <laughs> what 120 frames a second looks like. Yeah. So Clive Owen's in it, generic like handler role. He's not good. Uh, and Mary Elizabeth Wins- uh, Winston. Yeah. yeah. I always call her Obi Wan's uh, yeah, so main squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's Former trying to squeeze. be a thing. She keeps. I don't know. Her. I don't. I want I want to like her. I like her in Fargo season two, but she hasn't been in like a movie. 
It's Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers, yeah. I don't know. She's and in, also, man, that she's Cloverfield. She's in that 10th Cloverfield lane. That's not Abraham man, Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It's you. until she goes above the, the top, and then I don't think it kind of goes off the rails. Like, I like John Goodman as the antagonist, not that there's really Have any. you ever seen Cloverfield when, 1? <laughs> how can you like... Your favorite part is when she goes to the, goes uh, above. I don't think so. That's when your boy shows up. Wait, who shows up? I don't remember. Bradley Cooper. That's he's true. Bradley Cooper's in that movie? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like the, the radio, radio voice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Good pull, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that movie super well, but yeah. Um, and then I watched two shows. I watched The British Baking, the new episode. It was Festival Week. A lot of hot cross buns. <laughs> and birthday cake. And it was it was pretty good. I want to watch the, the Christmas one still. I think it's, it gets closer. I mean, you should just watch the whole series. It's delightful. Yeah, I'm good for like one a night. It's a good decompression. Yeah, it is. That Absolutely. You can like, is. like do like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then Poldark. I watched yeah. the new episode, season five, episode three. This is that other British show that you've been watching. Yeah, and it, Cornwall it takes place in. So it's like suburban. Why have you been watching all these British shows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been hanging out with someone who introduced it to me. And it, That's and, what I figured. And it's been good. So yeah, uh, Susanna really likes it. And uh, I don't know. I think it's better than Transformers. That's. That's being real without any kind of, uh-huh. you know, no scale. Um, I think that Valentine's going to end up with Ross. That's I think, my prediction. I think um, you're talking about a higher frame rate. I got to see The Hobbit on a higher frame rate theater. And all I remember was when they were in fucking Rivendell, there was like a stream flowing like in the background. And it's like a really important scene with like Galadriel and, and um, Saruman and um, Gandalf. Gandalf. All I could fucking stare at was this little twinkling like stream <laughs> in the background. I was like, God, it looks so real. It looks like I can touch it. And then the scene was over, and I was like, what the fuck did they just say? <laughs> uh, and I, I'm almost on The Crown, so I'm, I've got like two episodes left. I've been watching season two. Cool. Which I actually really like that show a lot. It's you great. Are, you are practically British at this point. <laughs> and yeah, but that's, that's it. That's it. Um, you know, uh, Sarah went to New York this week, so I didn't do a lot of forward watching stuff because you know you you gotta wait till she gets home to watch stuff with her. Does Josh Shablon listen to this podcast? Uh, I don't know if he does or uh, not. Fuck you, Josh Shablon, if you do. <laughs> Josh is a, Josh is a good guy. Don't be a dick. He might listen to the podcast. I'll tell him you said fuck him on it, so maybe he'll listen to that. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, um, uh, so I was uh, I was watching some real old shit. Uh, if you wonder where some awkward Magnum P.I. trivia came from in the middle of the show. It's because I've been watching The Rockford Files and, and Magnum P.I. Cool. And that shit's pretty fun. If you need some background shit, it's good to go. Particularly Rockford, because every episode is basically the same episode. Rockford's always going to get his ass kicked. He's always going to uh, uh, get kidnapped. He's always going to win a fight using a dirty trick. So uh, uh, both of them better than Transformers. Let's see, what else did I watch? I know I actually... Oh, I, you know, I forgot to mention this the last three weeks, but new season of Sunny. I fucking love Sunny. Uh, there's been three episodes so far. The best one of the three was the third one, D-Day. Uh, very funny. I'm trying to think. I do like, I do like Sunny. It takes place in Philly. Well, <laughs> I, I, That's the I, only reason. Yeah. It's your it's only not joke. <laughs> I just think uh, 14 years in, it's consistently more funny than any show that lasted that long. You know, that's uh, probably true. That where they invented the Green Man is like the mascot for sports, and like after the Phillies won the World Series, that episode I fucking love that. Uh, they did an episode uh, about being in a focus group. It was very timely. Um, I haven't seen it in like God forever, but maybe like oh, I mean, years. you should watch the last. Yeah, few I gotta seasons. get like I haven't caught up in a long. Uh, time. Wh- what's the last one you watched? I don't know. It's been like like. At least eight. Like it's been like I only watched the first like five seasons. I think. Oh, dude, you, yeah. it wasn't even good when you stopped watching. <laughs> like I watched like one season with Danny DeVito, like one or. Two. Did you watch the Mac is Fat season? No, but I know oh, I know it's of its existence. Start with that. <laughs> start with the Mac is Fat season because that's the best shit. The the shit that that guy will do to his body for comedy fucking kills me. Uh, you know, also because of being on a podcast, I've pretty much stopped listening. Well, that and I don't drive anymore. I've pretty much stopped listening to podcasts. But I've listened to a few things this week just to see if anybody had anything fun to say about the Joker. And no, nobody did. That movie is the equivalent of trying to recount a boring conversation to someone. Like, you know, oh, here's a funny thing about this boring conversation. But there's nothing funny about a boring conversation. It was just fucking boring. 
Yeah. The only the only cool thing I did, I did read one 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 sentence review of it in a tweet that that was this. We live in a society. <laughs> that is that's yeah, about that's right. It. You got to watch the, uh, the Oscar thing. We watched it before you got here. Yeah, the Oscar the Grouch bit. Oh, yeah. In my life. You know, my buddy sent that to me this morning, and I, I didn't watch it. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I, I thought in my brain, it was like, I get what this is going to be, but the, the links they go to to like directly ape, like the, the shots, the style, yeah, yeah. the new, like everything is like, it's so on point. It's good. Oh, I tell you the most fun thing, because none of that shit was any fun, obviously. But the most fun thing I watched this week was. Uh, uh, Sarah came home from New York with a serious John Groff obsession. So we just watched a whole lot of Mindhunter interviews, like those mm-hmm. guys on talk shows and stuff. And uh, both of those guys, him and Tinge, are fucking charming as hell. Yeah. Those guys. Uh, and Tinge reminded me why I hated uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I thought I was the only person who was still holding a grudge about that. But I guess if you were in Fight Club, you also hold a grudge about Rosie O'Donnell blowing the ending to Fight Club. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Fair enough. Yep. John Groff would be a good uh, Norman Osborn. John Groff coming back to uh, Hamilton. He was in the original run, played King George. He's coming back. Oh, he's coming back? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to piss Sarah off. Because, I mean, she's like, she, you know, was up there and watched Hamilton without him in it. Yeah. And she really, she actually found out she was staying right next to a theater where John Groff was doing Little Shop of Horrors and like walked by it every day without knowing that. Is he playing Seymour? In Little I'm Shop? not sure who he was Holy playing. Holy fuck, it. that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors is my favorite musical ever. But when she found out about that, she was fucking heartbroken. Cool. Yep. Well, cool. I think that's it for, for this week. I will say we got a, a couple of responses back from our Joker episode and, and uh, one back from, oh, it was one of our fan casts for Magneto. Mm. Um, but your uh, your friend Rafe there, Christian, disagreed that the the premise was built on the killing joke, and uh, he and Regina both thought that uh, is more mental health than necessarily one bad day leading to uh, leading to him becoming the Joker. I usually don't want to argue with people who say that our reviews are shitty because they are. But uh, <laughs> but my thing with this, I just want to be clear. I I totally understood what this dude was saying. I just think he did a bad and boring fucking job of saying it. <laughs> One of the reasons I just wanted to bring this up is because we, you know, we recently did our, uh, our... Did we start with our cast? No, no, because it started with the, um, the casting news of... Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington mm-hmm. as Magneto. Rumor, still. Correct. And so we, we decided to do our fan cast as Professor X. And uh, this is also Rafe on Twitter. Shout out to uh, The Graveyard Gamer, also a great podcast about gaming. So I'm totally on board with Denzel Washington as Magneto for the reason of moving the timeline to civil rights uh, movement. And, and, and he could play the hell out of a righteous bad guy, i.e. American gangster. Um, and for the role of Magneto, you also have to have somebody who can accomplish a lot of hand movements and expression. Uh, but a big thing for Magneto is that he isn't writing, fighting for African-American people. It's the idea that when he was a young minority, his people had no power. And now his people are still a minority, but have the power. And for that reason, I believe Professor X needs to stay white. They could have well, both worked as friends for civil rights and found out about each other's powers. And the falling out is X believes in a peaceful solution, while Magneto says, never again. Right. Um, as, but X has to be white because no matter how much he has worked in the civil rights and how horrible it was, to Magneto, he will, uh, to Magneto X will just never understand. Uh, which I think is, is a fair That's point. That's a solid fucking point. Yeah. yeah. Which also means that I, I was right with... Uh... With uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Ethan Hawke yeah. was the correct We can still do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks, Rave. I really appreciate those takes. Those are a good uh, solution. So if anybody else has other things that we've done wrong that you think that we should have done better, you can reach us at realphonies <laughs> at gmail.com uh, and also on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Do we know what we're doing next week? Something oh. Halloween-y sports, sports maybe? Movies? We still have is it, the docket. Is it Halloween time yet? We're like two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, Wait. I'm trying to think. Yeah, Zombieland 2 is the only movie. Who knows? Out. Topic episode. We'll just, mm. we'll, Double tap. We will be back with something next week. Yeah. Um, so thank you again, and thanks to uh, Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs>